0: This podcast is proudly brought to you by our Anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at AT underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit AT Evans Missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit at events.life. Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, it, we will also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you it is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our lord jesus christ we serve a living god thank you heavenly father for the privilege you have given unto us to see yet another new day Lord, this is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. By your power we frustrate every works of darkness. And we pray for the release of your favor, the release of your blessing today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Arise, O God, and let your enemies be scattered. Arise, O God, and let your adversaries be scattered in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But as we walk through today, we pray that you pour out your favor and your blessing upon us, and your will will be done in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. There are specific people who it is very important for you to make today's declaration. We are making 14 declarations this morning, and it is very important for you to. prayer is that every spirit of almost there, every spirit of failure at the edge of breakthrough shall be destroyed in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Declare with me, say, Father Lord, arise and speed me up. Arise, O God, and speed me up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You, spirit of almost there, I am no longer your candidate. Release me in the name of Jesus. You spirit of almost there, I am no longer your candidate. Release me in the mighty name of Jesus. Every divine project that I am currently handling, that I am currently doing, I receive speed to finish them and I receive speed to finish strong in the mighty name of Jesus. I shall not fail in the mighty name of jesus you spirit of almost there you spirit of failure at the edge of breakthrough that has dealt with my parent now affecting my life i command you to release me in the mighty name of jesus christ any satanic trap satanic stumbling blocks hindrances from hell position along my path begin to catch your owner in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say, as from today, as I get to my divine destination in the mighty name of Jesus, every spirit of failure programmed for me at the edge of my breakthroughs, I command it to die in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The spirit of rising and falling are assigned against me. I command it to die in the mighty name of. Jesus make those declarations this morning say you spirit of failure at the edge of breakthrough that is assigned against my destiny assigned against my marriage assigned against my finances be arrested and die every good things that my hand have started my hand shall finish them every good things my hands have started my hands shall finish them in the mighty name of Jesus Battles at the edge of my breakthroughs assigned against me, I commanded to die by the fire of God in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Evil powers waiting for me at the point of my miracles, I commanded to run mad and die by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Number 13, say, O God, arise and send help to me from above. Arise, O Lord, and send help to me from above in the name of Jesus. See every breakthrough manipulators on assignment against my breakthroughs. Die in the mighty name of Jesus. As you have declared, the Lord we honor your prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Another day has come upon us. We bless the name of the Lord for bringing us into today's devotion. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans and I want to specially welcome you to the Claim the Day devotionals today. It is my prayer that God will open every door you have been knocking in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Gather around the table, get your Bible, let your children, your husband, your wife open the Bible with me this morning if you are driving, just listen. I believe that the Lord will continue to protect you as you drive to your place of work this morning. You will not enter into trouble. If you are in your kitchen and you are busy in your kitchen, please, if you can open your Bible, open it. Let us read it together this morning. We are going to continue in our exploration of the journal of King Solomon. Don't forget that we have been looking at his journal since last week and we will continue to look at his journal until we finish the book of Ecclesiastes. Our focus now is on the book of Ecclesiastes which happened to be the journal of King Solomon and we have learned a lot of lessons from this man, this great man and we will continue to learn more lessons from him. Today we are reading chapter 4 verse 8 to verse 12 ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 8 to 12 this is where we stopped yesterday there was a man all alone i'm reading the niv version he had neither son nor brother there was no end to his toil yet his eyes were not content with his word for whom am i toiling is asked And why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. We have been talking about the vanity of life. Some of the things we place enormous value on that are actually vanity that will not get us anywhere. And Solomon is trying to teach us from his experience that there are things we need to place value on. One of which is helping people around us and one of which, the second of which, is serving the Lord with all our heart, serving the Lord with everything that we have. One of which is placing extreme value on the people around us, doing our best to help the people around us. The second of which is serving the Lord with all our heart, with everything we have, with our properties, with our time our substance and today king solomon is trying to teach us the value of togetherness the value of companionship what benefit companionship bring to the table what what danger it is what danger being alone brings to the table And maybe King Solomon had a friend who was very rich but he had no son and he had no wife. Or King Solomon knew somebody according to the scriptures. He knew someone who was rich who was a big man like him but the man had no wife and he had no son. And that's where King Solomon started from today. He said there was a man Alone, he had neither son nor brother, and there was no end to his toil. King Solomon was wondering: this man had no wife, he had no son, but he kept laboring, he kept toiling, he kept working hard, he kept making more money. To what end? Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling, he asked. And why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless. It is meaningless to have no companion. It is meaningless to have no true friends. What is companionship? Companionship is having people of like mind associate themselves with you. Every one of us, we have a table. A table of power. Table of grace in our own capacity. We have a, a table that the Lord has set before us. And sometimes staying alone on that table is the most dangerous thing. It is actually disheartening that you look among your circles and you have no friend, you have no confidence, you have no trustworthy people around you. It is the most, it is the devastating thing can happen to a man. To have no friend, to have nobody to call on the day of trouble. Oh, Jesus is my friend. God is my father. I have my father. I have God. We cannot underestimate the power of companionship. We cannot underestimate the power of true friendship. In a world where everybody is focused themselves, where everybody everybody is self-centered, everybody is selfish, you still need somebody to to, to, to encourage you, to stand by you, to give you a shoulder, to lean on, somebody to talk to when you have something you want to talk about, when you are excited, there's somebody who is there to listen to you. When you are sad, he's there to listen to you. When you are agitated, he's there to listen to you are worried, he's is there to listen to you. There is nothing that kills a man or a woman than not having anybody to talk to, not having anybody to call your own. King Solomon continued to tell us in verse 9, he said two are better than one. That is wisdom from a wise man. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor there is something you will achieve, there is a level you, are, you will go when you are alone. And there is a level you will go when you have someone who believes in your vision. Someone who believes in you standing by you. There is a level you will get to when you are in the midst of fake friends. And there is a level you will get to when you have one friend who throw their strength behind you, who stands by you irrespective of your weaknesses irrespective of your strength two are better than one God even came to the garden after creating Adam God came to the garden and he saw how Adam was just suffering alone then he went back, had a meeting with the rest of the Headers in heaven he said it is not good for a man to be alone I will create a herb made for him I will create a helper for him everyone in our life need a helper everyone needs somebody to to hold their hands everyone needs somebody to defend them everyone needs somebody to speak for them I ask you today among your friends who are your defenders your friends, among those circle of friends who are the one who stands by you truly. There is nothing wrong in having multiple friends if all of your friends they are actually genuine and there is also nothing wrong having one friend if that one friend is the only genuine person you can found in the entire world. I have a lot of friends who are not my friends. I have a lot of friends who are, I say it again, I have a lot of friends who are not my friends and I have one friend, I have few friends who are my true friends, people I can be myself in front of them and they will not judge me, people I can discuss my issue on their table and I will not be laughed at, everyone needs somebody Like that in their life. He said, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. And Solomon continued to explain to us the reason why you should have a friend that is trustworthy. We have a lot of, we have different types of friends. We have the choleric friends, friends who are with us because of what they are getting from us and immediately that profit that benefit they are getting from us stops coming to them they show us the door we have acquaintances we have workmates we have church members the mistake many of us make is that we assume that because this person is my workmate Because this person is my partner at work, because this person is my church member, because we are in the same group in the church, the person is automatically your friend. Many of us think because I constantly buy something from this person and she's welcoming, she's always laughing with me, she's always welcoming to me, the person is my friend. She's not your friend, she's doing that to sell a market. That is customer service the person is providing for you. Smiling at you, laughing at you, being polite to you, does not mean you should go and be opening your secret for somebody that you are buying things from. They being polite with you in church does not mean you should go and open your case to them. Many of us get disappointed after revealing our secret to our church members. Then you hear your problem somewhere and they are laughing at you. And you begin to wonder, You say, oh, boy, you call yourself my friend. She's not your friend. He's not your friend. You are just group members. You are just church members. And they are not under any obligation. They are not loyal to you to keep your secret. We need to be able to make our friends. One principle I always share with young people, you don't allow your friends to make you. You make your own friend set the rules you set the standards you look out the traits the character in people before you call them your friends and trust is not a free gift trust is end two are better than one but it is very bad to have multiple people who you cannot rely on multiple people who are jealous of you who who are just close to you so that they can monitor Every step you are taking for them to be able to compete with you or for them to be able to talk you down or discourage you from whatever it is that you want to embark on. Many of us will make mistakes in this regard. Years ago, I made my own mistake in that regard, and assuming that the people around me are my world of happiness that's the word we used to use. Oh, my friends happiness there are only few friends that can be your wall of happiness jesus is your wall of happiness every other human being cannot bring you happiness a day is going to come that you call on them and they will not show up because they have their own problem not because they don't want to show up for you but because they also have their own battles they're dealing with the only friend who cannot disappoint you is jesus christ himself many of us will have this fantasy our head that because you have 5,000 friends on Facebook, you have 5,000 followers on Twitter, 5,000 followers on Instagram means you have a lot of friends. Those are people who are looking for exciting story from your life. They are looking for excitement from your life. They are looking for something that will amuse them from your life. Some of them are there to monitor you. Some of them are there to see what you are doing so that they can learn from you. Some of them are following you so that you can be a role model to them. They are not your friends. And some are just looking for a story that they can laugh about. They are looking for the day you wear the wrong dress and they will come under your comment and say, Oh, this dress you wear is not nice. They are looking for opportunities to troll you. Some of them are trolls. But we all make mistakes. We assume that everybody will smile at us everybody who greets us good morning, we assume that even our neighbors are our friends. There's a difference between a neighbor and a friend. A friend is the one who stands by you when you are not worth it. They stand by you when you are not worth it. When everything is around you, everything around you, your action, your atmosphere, your demeanor, your behavior shows that they should stay away from you and they are still standing by you. Those are your friends. You are sick, they are say, But pity anyone who falls. You see, if either of them falls down, one can help them up. But pity anyone who falls and ask no one to help them. There are a lot of people who are alone and they are doing better than people who have many friends around. We have a lot of people around us that even they call, yourself, they call themselves your friends but when you fall they rather beat you down, they want you to stay down, they want you to, to stay down because they are, they considered you a competition and you falling is a big deal for them and they need to get you to stay down so that they can rise. They are not your friends. The most painful thing is having the uh, the fantasy the imagination that you have friends and the day you find out that this person is not your friend is very disappointing that is the nature of human being even husband disappoint their wife wife disappoints their husbands some people you 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 think they're actually with you because of who you are but they are with you because of what they want from you. That's the reality. The day you find out, you'll be so disappointed that you, you you begin to regret some decisions you have made in your life. I've had those experiences with friends in the past. These guys are just with you because of what they are getting from you. The day they come to you, they come and ask you something, and you say no, that is when you see their true color. You have been asking me, I've been giving you. You have been asking me, I've been giving you. Anytime you ask me, I give. Anytime you knock my door, I open. Anytime you shout my name, I open. Anytime you call my number, I answer. Today, you called me. I'm not able to answer you today. You are angry. And you have carried all the secrets that I shared with you. And you have spread it all over the place. Because you called me once and I could not answer. You came to ask me something once and I said no to you this time because truly I didn't have that to give you this time. And then you carry things that were, conversation we had in the closet as friends. You start spreading it because this one time that you came knocking on my door, I refused to open. Why? Maybe because I didn't have the strength to get up for my bed to come and open the door for you because I'm also down myself. But you did not understand. You pick a fight with me. You spoil my name. You destroy my name. That is why a lot of people who we call our friends, that's what they do to us. Every day they've been calling you, you are there for them. They are sick, you are there for them. The day you say, oh no, today I am in a meeting. this meeting means a lot to me. The next thing you hear is, Oh, that meeting means a lot to you more than our friendship. It is over. Then you begin to wonder, "Is is this person my friend in the first place? We need to be able to look around the people we surround ourselves with and find a way of discovering the hidden foes among the people we call our friends. That's what King Solomon is saying. A friend in need is a friend indeed. That's what they say. But the question you ask yourself, open your phone. Open your phone as I'm talking now. Open your phone. Go to your contacts. Scroll down and see the list of your contacts. These people who constantly call you. Can you call any of them for help at any time and they will respond to you? That's the great question you ask yourself before you can call them your friends. Are they with you because of the grace they are getting from you? Many of us pastors, we suffer that a lot. As long as people are getting their prayer answered, they come to you. As long as they get their prayer answered, every time you prophesy, it comes to pass, you you are the man. They talk about you to their friends. They come to you. The day you prayed for them and this time God didn't answer, then you have become fake. They are going to another person. They are looking for another person. That is the exact way some, some of our friends behave. I know that people have problems and they are looking for fast solutions to their problem. And many of them cannot even wait on God. They are looking for wait and get. As long as you are the pastor, wait and get, people will come associate themselves with you because anytime they ask, God answers. The day probably they messed up their own prayer, their own answer to their prayers, and you will get the blame for that. And that is how many of us, many of our friends, that is how they behave. The day they knock, when they keep knocking your door and you keep opening, weekends they came to your house, they finish all the food in your pot. You are their friend. They come, they go to your wardrobe, they go to your room, go to your wardrobe, pick your shoe, pick your dress, they wear it, you didn't say no, they take it away, they didn't bring it back, they are your friend. The day they come to your wardrobe and they take they come to your house and this time you refuse to open your the room of your, uh, the door of your room right there your friendship is over immediately you see their face they turn their back on you and from that day on all you will be hearing about you from them is negativities that person was never your friend that person was never your friend we have women that as long as the husband is providing everything he promised to provide, take her to Dubai, take her to every luxurious place, getting her the best clothes, getting her the best shoe. as long as the man is providing all that, he is the man of the house. Immediately, the challenges of life hits him and he no longer able to provide some of those things that he was providing before then the woman changes her behavior the man now become very disrespected the man now becomes somebody she can shout on she can raise her voice on she can even insult she can insult her to her friends she can call her names that is when you know that you have been in the wrong relationship And if you are not married yet, you cannot proceed with that relationship. That is the real real fact. We live in a world where we have a lot of self-centered people around us who call themselves our friends. And it is in your interest to be able to identify these people and get rid of them before they do greater harm to you. That's what the Bible says. Two are better than one. But if the one that is with you is your enemy who pretends to be your friend, then you are doomed. I've heard a lot of stories what friends have done to a lot of people. I've even heard of a wife, of a husband poisoning their wife, poisoning their husband because of insurance money. Life is a dangerous place. We need to understand that there is wisdom in everything that happens around us. Everything that happens around us happens so that we can see and learn lessons. The worst is even family members. Your family members are supposed to be your friends. They're supposed to be the closest person to you. But we have seen that many people who fail today, their are family members where they are undoing because the person came demanded something from you and this time he said he doesn't have they carry his name to juju to go and destroy him imagine you are looking at somebody a woman who is suffering with a kid and you say okay let me help this woman out and you give the woman money and the woman a family member the woman would look at you and say oh this boy is proud he's proud that is why he gave me money because my children are not successful as like him so baba help me destroy his life. Let him remain the same like my children. You look at somebody, a member of your family, and say, oh sister, auntie, you are suffering. Take this bag of rice. Take this bag of beans." They laugh. Behind you, in the night, they say, oh, this boy has insulted me. I've had an encounter with somebody who, out of the generosity of his heart, went to his village, and saw how women in the village are suffering how they drink dirty water who's supposed to be your friend it's not your family members the first place you should get your validation from his, from, from your family members then he went and dig a big bowl in his family house open the bowl for everybody in the village to come and fetch freely you know what the witches in the village gathered. that and almost finished him. If not for prayers, he would have died a poor person. Sometimes you wonder the spirit that possesses people. Pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Anyone who does not have a friend, is dead while alive. And I'm not talking about Facebook friends, I'm not talking about Instagram friends, I'm not talking about those people who show up in your house when you have parties. I'm talking about people who shows up when there is no party. I'm talking about people who shows up when you are sick. I'm talking about people who shows up when shame is about to hit you. When shame is making noise at the entrance of your house and the person comes and remove the shame from that place, those are your friends. People will help you without expecting anything back. Those are your friends. And those are the people you should surround yourself with. I'm not talking about people when what they are eating from you finishes and then you become their enemy. Some will even steal from you and run away. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? The one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Solomon is telling us the importance of companionship, importance of true friendship. True friendship. You get a show that sometimes, we are so overwhelmed by the challenges that we face, that our soul is so heavy. All you need to feel relieved is just someone who can listen to you and have matured conversation with you, encourage you to keep standing, to keep moving. Please, look among your friends. Who is that person who is always there for you? When you have police matter, they arrest you, who is that person who comes, who who takes his own money to come and bail you out? When you are sick, who is that person? He is always shaking. He has carried you to the hospital. He does not even care. He doesn't have money to feed. He goes to look for money to pay your hospital bill. Who is that person? When you fall down and sick now, who among your so-called friends shows up for you? How do you know your true friends? You don't know your true friends through good times. Because King Solomon said that a rich man will have a lot of friends. But a poor man, who cares about him? Your true friends cannot be identified during your good times. You cannot claim you have people who are loyal to you when you when you are doing well. You only know your true friends during the time of storms. You will know your husband, your real husband, the one who is your real husband, your wife, during the time of your storm. If you have a friend who constantly abandon you, who constantly shows you rejection, gives you attitudes when things are not working for you, or immediately things begin to work for you, they come back and they are smiling at you, then you have an enemy in your camp. They can even collaborate with your enemy to finish you. That's the reality. It is my prayer that as we continue in our daily lives, God will give us wisdom and the strength to be able to get rid of some people, get rid of them, keep them far. Sometimes it's better to be alone than to have a lot of fake friends around you. That's my word for today. May the Lord be with you. the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May he release his blessing and his favor upon you. The God of Abraham blesses you. The God of Isaac blesses you. God of Israel pours out his blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. podcast is proudly brought to you by our anchor partners. You can become a member through these three major channels. Visit at AT underscore events on Instagram. Select view shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit AT Evans missions on Facebook. Select shop. Choose between donate or sponsor an episode. Visit ATEvans.life Choose donate or sponsor an episode. When you sponsor an episode, we will give you a shout out. And when you also donate, we We also give you a shout out and send our prayers to you it is very important that we all contribute whatever we can to the spread of the gospel of our lord jesus christ thanks for listening to today's message please share with your family and friends follow me on instagram at AT underscore Evans. I'm also on TikTok at AT underscore events. I'm on YouTube at AT Evans missions. See you in the next episode.